With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. If you're looking for the real life topics, hottest music from the indie to underground and the mainstream, and you just want that real talk, you need to tune in each and every week to Man Made Radio, Live in the Mischief, with my homegirl, Anime, DJ Bedtime 357 co-signing it, the uncrowned king of New York, and you know if I'm tuned in, then it gotta be the realest-ish on radio. That's right. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Man Made Radio. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in today on this Sunday evening. And, of course, I am your host, Anna You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That is A-N-A-H-M-A-E, Twitter and Instagram. Also follow the show's page, Man Made Radio, on Instagram, all one word, and Man Made underscore radio on Twitter. Be sure to join us. Uh, of course, you can call in the show, 347-637-2685. We have a very in-depth topic in store for you guys today. And if you don't know already, no. Of course, you can find the show via blogtalkradio.com backslash man-made radio. You can check us out on your iPod, on your iPad, on your laptop, on your phone. If you're listening to us on your phone, just be sure to clear out all of your background running apps and you'll be more than I'll be more than happy to have you guys join me. Of course, blogtalkradio.com backslash man-made radio. And today we are live in the mischief discussing our children, drugs, and you. Now this episode is specifically dedicated to all of the families dealing with autism. Um, I want to say that I know that this isn't something that gets a lot of light shed on it, so I felt that this was important. Actually, we're going to make this into a series. Um, same with, same when we do the random report. Our children, our drugs, and you. We're going to talk about several disorders affecting our children here in this country. So starting off, let's just get into what is, exactly is autism. Now, autism is actually a, a core of a spectrum of several disorders. Now, the autism spectrum disorder would be the correct term to describe this disorder that is affecting uh, one out of 68 children currently in the United States. Now, what autism is, is basically a mental condition present from childhood. They say that it is characterized by difficulty in communicating and forming relationships. Now, I, I felt this was very important because what I've noticed, and I'm sure lots of you have noticed, that if something doesn't directly affect us, we really don't want to lend an eye or an ear to it. And it's very unfortunate because we could actually open a lot of eyes and a lot of ears if we stuck together on a lot of things in this country. And 
I mean, we can say that about several things, but today we're specifically talking about autism. Just because you have a perfectly healthy boy or girl doesn't mean that you shouldn't care or even be interested in having knowledge of what someone else is going through because, unfortunately, you never know. Could be you. This could be one of your family members experiencing this. Um, It's just unfortunate. So I just want to take some time to shed some light on this particular disorder so that hopefully you guys will be a little bit more compassionate um, when you hear or see something someone dealing with this. Now, like I said, it's a mental condition that's present from childhood. And I want to pause just to say we're going to switch gears here for a moment and we're going to come back to it. Did you guys know? that there is actually no clinical diagnosis for autism. Now, I want to mention that early on because that's an interesting thought as we move on to some of the symptoms uh, associated with the autism spectrum spectrum disorder. Excuse me. Now, let me pause for another moment just to give you guys this number to call and if you'd like to add your input, comments, questions, whatever on today's show, 347-637-2685. Now, No clinical diagnosis, meaning there is no medical testing for this, no laboratory testing. And it is actually diagnosed by using autism-specific behavioral evaluations. Now, notice I said behavioral evaluations. So basically, we're diagnosing these children based on how they behave um, when it comes to their social skills, and other things. So these patterns are, um, or characteristics, no warm or joyful expressions by six months, no sharing, no sharing, no warm or, excuse me, no warm or joyful expressions by six months old, no sharing sounds, smiles, or facial expressions uh, by nine months. Now, notice I'm saying six months and nine months. I'm not saying five, six years old. So this is something that we're paying paying attention to very early on with these children. Now, think about this for a second. Autism, of course, affects each child differently, same as each child with or without autism has a different personality. So... I just find it a little odd, and please, if you have a child that is autistic, please don't take offense to anything that I'm saying when I'm giving my opinion, because actually this show is really to raise awareness and help some of the families out there that have autistic children. So, and I'm sure there are some parents out there that can agree to some of the things that I'm saying, just as well as I can, you know, I'm sure that there are some parents that will disagree. But I find it odd that they're going to pick specific behaviors and deem them as questionable when every person or baby has their own personality, regardless if it's joyful or warm or introverted. And of course, we, you know, we don't, introvert isn't a term that we would typically use to describe a baby, but of course, an introverted adult has developed that behavior starting from somewhere. Now, I don't want to get off topic too much, but I'll leave that thought there and let you marinate on that. Now, some of the other behaviors that they will analyze is no sharing of sounds, 
smiles or facial expressions by um, nine months. I think I said that already. So basically, no pointing, no waving by 12 months, no battling by 12 months, no words by 16 months, no meaningful two-word phrases by 24 months. A little early, in my opinion, to be diagnosing these children. Now, of course, you are taught to pay attention to everything that your baby is doing while they're developing. So if you're a parent and you notice that your parent or your, excuse me, your child isn't reacting to you the way that you feel a normal child would, you may be a little worried about that. You may It may raise some concerns some concern for you, and then you want to take this child to a specialist to look into it, especially now that we're throwing this autism term around so loosely. Some people actually fear that their child may have this disorder, and it may be forcing people to do a little bit uh, premature or take premature caution on this. Now, I'll give you an example. I have a close friend who has a child who didn't talk until they were probably um, well beyond 24 months, wasn't a very sociable baby, um, all these things that they have listed to say maybe there should be an area of concern. I know someone who had those same experiences. Fast forward, of course, this particular person that I'm speaking of in my own experience did not run to the doctors and say something's wrong with my child. They allowed the child to develop on their own at their own pace. This child now, age six, is very intelligent, actually socializes with other children that are in a different age group. Um, This child is six years old, first grade, and has strong relationships and the ability to build strong relationships with children age nine and ten fourth, fifth grade. So, like I said, different personalities, different stages of development. Now, I do want you guys to understand that autism is just the core disorder, as I mentioned earlier, and it's actually uh, the autism spectrum disorder was actually used to go over the range of conditions, and some of these are uh, Asperger's disorder, childhood, excuse me, childhood disintegrative, disintegrative disorder, and PDD NOS. Now, they've, since there are different characteristics that go along with this disorder, they can't just pin it all under one term. So the autism spectrum disorder is actually more of an umbrella to kind of give room for all these other disorders to basically have uh, we can have a clear understanding as to what a child may be suffering for, if that makes sense to you guys. And, again, speaking mainly from my opinion here, I think that it, it raises a red flag to me that there is no clinical diagnosis, and we're going to strictly base whether a child is autistic or not on their behavioral patterns, their behavior, which is making them an individual, which makes them unique. And we have to ask ourselves, are we robbing our children of their uniqueness? Are we taking away their ability to be individuals and making them fit this kind of cookie-cutter child where 
they're all supposed to be social and we're all supposed to talk by a certain age or do these things by a certain age. And it, it, it's it's a little scary. And like I said, I don't want to offend anybody. I, I am supplying you with some facts, and I'm also giving you some of my opinion as well. And if you want to share your opinion or if you have some facts of your own to share, hit us up, 347-637-2685. But we're going to take a small break here. We're going to get into Zed, I Want You to Know, featuring Selena Gomez. And we're going to come back right into this. I want you to know that it's our time. You and me bleed the same light. I want you to know that I'm all yours. You and me are on the same course. I'm slipping down a chain reaction. And here I go, here I go, here I go, go. And once again, I'm yours in fractions. It takes me down, pulls me down, pulls me down low.
of course, you are live in the Mischief with Your Girl anime. And we are right dead smack in the middle of our children, drugs, and you, the Autism aware, Awareness episode. Um, you just heard Zed, I Want You to Know, featuring Selena Gomez. And I want you guys to know that you can submit music to the Man Made Radio Show via the Caramel Box at gmail.com. Caramel, C A R A M E L, Box. F-O-X-X, the Caramel Fox at gmail.com. And, of course, you can catch the show live each and every Sunday via blogtalkradio.com backslash manmade radio. Now, I uh, want to give you the number to call in again, 347-637-2685. And before we get too far uh, back into this topic, I want to let you guys know that, yes, I am giving you my opinion on some of the things, but I am also giving you facts here on today's show. When I'm giving you my opinion mixed in with these facts, I'm not talking out the side of my neck, okay? I am speaking from an area of passion because I feel strongly about these things, and I feel strongly about all the things that we discuss on Man Made Radio, uh, which is why this topic is a topic of, you know, on the show for today. But I feel very strongly about altering our children, whether it's my child or another person's child. Because at the end of the day, the children that are growing up in this country are, are, excuse me, are our future. They are the ones that are going to run this country and either improve it or bring it down. Now, do I really care about if the country is improved or brought down when I'm dead and gone? Uh, not so much, if we're being honest. But do I care about the livelihood of our children? You better believe that I do. And if you don't, then you need to ask yourself, what is the purpose of your own existence? And I don't mean to ruffle any feathers or anything like that, but let's be real here. You have to be a pretty sick individual to not care about the livelihood of another human being and their development. I understand it may not be any of your business to a certain extent, but we definitely need to focus on some of these issues that are at hand because a lot of these families are suffering with nowhere to go. So jumping right back into this, um, while there is no exact cause known for autism, what they have done is use research to point out there are several possible factors that could be the cause. Um, genetics, of course, they're saying genetics could be a cause. They're saying infections or problems occurring at the time of birth could be a problem. They're also saying that neurological factors could be contributing to um, the autism spectrum disorder. But according to the CDC, more children are being diagnosed now than ever before. And I'm going to go ahead and throw my two cents in here, of course. This is opinion now. It makes me wonder, are we doing this for money? Are we diagnosing these children to send them to these doctor's appointments, to put them on this medication, which we're going to talk about medication here in a minute because not every kid that's diagnosed is on medication. But we have to wonder, is this all a big scheme that the pharmaceutical companies and the medical industry is doing to make money? And in the type of world that we live in today, I would not be surprised that we are uh, ruining our children's future just for the sake of a dollar. I'm not accusing them of doing that. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there as something to think about nonetheless. But 
One in 68 kids is diagnosed with autism. One in 42 boys and one in 189 girls. Hmm. Let that ratio, or let those ratios for a moment because, hmm, hmm. Okay, we're going to talk about that another time. We're going to get back into these facts. So, if autism is suspected, the doctor will perform a variety of tests to evaluate the child. Um, again, as I mentioned before the break, no laboratory tests exist. So what they do is they look at the medical history, they look at x-rays, they look at physical and neurological exams, blood tests. All of these things are used to determine if the disorder is present or if there's any signs of this disorder present. Now, we have to ask ourselves, what exactly are they looking for if there is no clinical test or any clinical evidence? We're all just going off of behavioral speculation. I'm just being honest. Now, if they don't find anything during the test, the child may then be referred to a specialist in the childhood development industry, such as a child or adolescent psychiatrist or psychologist. They will then analyze the child's speech and behavior, including how they play, their ability to socialize, things of that nature. So, I don't know about you, and like I said, you're more than welcome to share whatever it is you hear live in the Mischief on Man Made Radio. You can do so via 347-637-2685. But the question remains, how is autism treated if there is no clinical diagnosis? And even if there is a diagnosis, how do we treat something that we really don't know what's causing it and we really don't know how to cure it? Matter of fact, there is no cure, and that's a fact. There's a fact that there is no certain cause, and there's a fact that there is no cure. So we're taking our children back and forth to these doctor's appointments, and not everybody, of course. I mean, the numbers are there, one in 68 kids, to find out if their social awkwardness, excuse the terms that I'm using, but if the social behavior that they're displaying that according to medical records is a tad bit abnormal, we need to look further into this. I mean, maybe I'm just the type of kid that doesn't friends. Well, guess what? Guess what? They say it is unhealthy at a young age, uh, ages, you know, three to five, to not want to build relationships. Children are supposed to be building those relationships. And Okay, I see where we're going with that, but using a little bit of opinion here now and a little bit of common sense, we spend our early lives learning how important it is to have friends and build friendships, all to turn around and figure out in our adult lives that, hmm, real friends are hard to come by. Most people will pretend to be your friend and stab you in your back. Most people don't value relationships, and I'm not talking about husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend relationships. I'm talking about real solid relationships where you simply interact with another individual and you have a bond built on several different things, loyalty, trust, et cetera. So why do we put so much emphasis on a child building a relationship if later on in life we're teaching them, whether it's directly or indirectly, indirectly, that relationships really don't mean that much. And you really need to look out for self. Hmm. Just think about 
how socially equipped a person who has been an introvert and a loner all their life can be to deal with this to, to deal with this society if they've been that way their whole entire life versus having to go through the experience of losing friends and being stabbed in the back and let down. And I'm not saying that, you know, any of the research that we do on autism is wrong, so please don't uh, take what I'm saying here the wrong way. I'm just simply giving you ideas to think about here. Now, back to the fact. As I said, there is no clinical diagnosis technically, but if there is um, autism spectrum disease, uh, excuse me, not disease, but if there is autism spectrum disorder present or if it is diagnosed, the treatment available would be special education, speech, physical, and occupational therapy, behavior modification, social skills therapy, and last but not least, medication. And I say last but not least because not all medication is not given for autism specifically. So let's be clear here before we go any further. There is no specific medication that is given or currently being given for autism or the autism spectrum disorder. However, there are medications that are being described or described, excuse me, prescribed uh, for difficulties or irritabilities associated with having autism. Hmm. Okay. Well, what would these symptoms be? Symptoms such as anxiety, hyperactivity, insomnia, or other behaviors that may cause injury. Hmm. Anxiety, hyperactivity, those are two things that are just kind of, they stick out to me. How can we say that a child a child, mind you, that has way more energy than any of us adults could even begin to understand. How can we say that they are too hyper? They're supposed to run and play. They might even be designed to get on your nerves a little bit. Talk a little bit too much, talk a little bit too fast. But who are we to deem that as hyper activity? What's normal? Activity. Who's deciding these things? Of course we know who's deciding these things, but, again, things to think about. Now, this is where we're getting to the nitty-gritty here. The show, today's episode is titled, Our Children, Drugs, and You. So, where does this tie in? Okay, I'm going to say exactly where it ties in. Two of the main prescribed medications for symptoms associated with the autism spectrum disorder are risperidone and aripiprazole. Now, of course, I'm sure I'm speaking Chinese to most of you because, I don't know, maybe some doctors or some people in the medical field are listening, but uh, those medication uh, names or those names of those medications may mean nothing to you. So let me shed some light here. Both these drugs, yes, I said both, are mainly prescribed for schizophrenia and bipolar symptoms or diseases. Yes, I'll repeat that. Schizophrenia and bipolar. In this aripiprazole, 
that one actually can be used for depression sometimes. So we're giving these children who are in the critical developmental stages of their life mind-altering drugs, drugs that full-grown adults have been prescribed to deal with their mental disorders, mental disorders that have nothing to do with autism. Last I checked, schizophrenia had nothing to do with being autistic. Hmm. Neither does being bipolar. Hmm. But mind-altering drugs in the early stages of their development, which will most likely lead to a lifelong dependency on drug use. So my question is, how can we prescribe these types of medications knowing that we have no clinical diagnosis? Do we even know what lifelong effects these drugs will have on our children. These children are in the early stages of development, which means they are still growing. That's what development means. You are in the process of being developed, yet we are altering this development by prescribing these kids drugs because we feel that they are abnormal. Can you imagine what these families are dealing with? when we talk about this autism spectrum disorder. Now, maybe you can understand why this is something that we should speak more about and maybe look further into. I hope that this helps you understand why. And I know that one thing at a time and one man can't move a mountain, of course, but we need to understand that we all share the same struggle, even if it doesn't affect us directly. I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in and get familiar with the, our children, drugs, and you. Because like I said, like the Random Report, we're going to make this into a series here on Man Made Radio. Thanks for joining me live in the mischief. Catch me again next Sunday. You guys have a good week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.